Alright people, you know story time Wednesdays, each and every Wednesday. Just stay tuned and just listen to the story then. Yeah? Give thanks. Story time. <laughs> In 2016, I moved from Jamaica to Mexico. And people thought and said I was very crazy to quit my job and sell and give away my belongings to move to Mexico of all places. But I just knew it was something I had to do. I felt it in my bones, you know, and I felt that it was where the universe was sending me, where it wanted me to go. So originally I chose a small beach town to live, but when I got a job in the second largest city in Mexico, I decided to move. I chose a small town because I wanted something similar to Jamaica, and I thought Puerto Vallarta was it. But as you know, I have to go where the money is, and I had to move to Guadalajara. In 2016, Guadalajara um, had like almost 6 million people just in that city alone, right? So when I moved there, it was pretty mind-blowing. And it took some getting used to, especially since I'm coming from a tiny island that has like less than half that population. Like the whole country is less than half the population of the people in that city alone. So one day I had some extra classes and by the time I was finished, I had a hard time getting a bus. So to get home, I needed a 258A. And when I finally saw a bus with those numbers, I never thought twice to look if the A was there or not because I was mad tired, I was hungry, and I had the last of my water while I was waiting on the bus. So... It so happens that a few minutes in on the bus, my phone battery died as well. So let's recap. I'm hungry, like starving hungry, tired, water is done, and my phone died. I should have known something was going to happen, right? Well, the bus got downtown, and then I realized he drove a different street. He drove on a different street than normal. Being new to the city, I thought he would end up on a street I knew to get home, but he didn't. Pretty soon we were out of the center and God knows where. On my face, I was so calm, calm as hell, but in my mind, yo, I was freaking the fuck out. Like, if there's one thing solo traveling and, you know, being an expat in a foreign country has taught me, it's a good poker face. So I thought about getting off the bus, but I didn't know where I was or how to get home. So I decided to just sit tight and wait until it circles back downtown. Later did I know what I was signing up for. So the bus went on the highway past bushes, past communities. And like before we, before I knew it, we were like someplace completely different. Like I really didn't know where I was. So I sat on the bus for over an hour until it finally headed into what seemed like a bus park. I was like the last person on the bus, so I was even more afraid. So when I tried to use like my hand signal, you know, because my Spanish was really bad. This was like probably like my second month in Mexico. And before I came to Mexico, I thought I knew Spanish. Emphasis on thought. (laughs) So imagine your second month being lost on a bus trying to speak to someone who knows no English whatsoever. So like I'm using hand signal, I'm trying to explain, you know, if the bus isn't going back around, 
you know and before i knew it like he was pointing to a bus that was leaving the bus park now this bus park was nothing like in the city it was pretty much a dirt patch with a fence around it in what seemed like like a country kind of ghetto kind of part of the city like i've never been to this side of the city before so while i watched my ride back to where i knew like leave me i almost cried like i just didn't know what to do and like i thought about staying at the bus park for the next bus but i knew i had to wait for over an hour because that's how long the bus took to get there now instead of staying at the bus park which i chose not to do because there were only men sitting around at the bus park um, I decided to try and get back to the main road to find my way home on my own. I tried to remember the streets that the bus took um, to get to the bus park, to get out of that um, community to try and find the main road, but I wasn't sure I was going in the right direction. All the comments that people in Jamaica made about the narcos and the traffickers kidnapping me and selling my organs and all these crazy shit, it all came flooding back to me. Like, I literally started bawling, like legit, walking in the streets, sobbing as fuck. But every time someone was walking nearby or was heading towards me, I made sure I stopped crying and I made sure no one knew I was in distress. So after a few blocks um, and about um, a few minutes or so, I made it to the highway. But even when I got to the highway, like the bawling just became stronger or more because Every bus that was passing, I did not know those numbers. I've never seen those numbers. So clearly, I'm in a part of town that is completely like a different side of town than what I'm used to because I didn't know any of those bus numbers. So even though I felt a little relieved that I'm now on the main road and I was out of the area that looked ghetto, like, I mean, I'm still, I still was in the ghetto, but... I was on the main, main road now. I wasn't like in a community with houses and stuff. I was on the main road. So <clears throat> I decided to just walk until I see a bus that I knew. So I walked and I walked. And this was like maybe three or or four in the afternoon. Sun hot. Sun hot bad. And I had no water. I couldn't Uber because my battery died. And I was just too afraid to ask anybody or let people know that one, my Spanish was that bad, and two, that I didn't know where I was because what if all those things that people said to me in Jamaica were true? Like, I was freaking the fuck out. Anyways, um, I continued walking and it turned into walking for an hour because... Every time I got to a bus stop and I said, okay, I'm going to wait at this bus stop to see if I see a bus that I know. Every bus that passed, I didn't know any of them. And the tears just kept coming. But then I decided to just take the next bus that passed because I couldn't, I just couldn't wait any longer. And I mean, how much, how much more lost can I be? Like, I mean, it's been like over two hours being lost. 
So wherever the bus was going to take me, the bus was going to take me. So a few minutes later, a bus came and I got on and I thought to ask where it was going. But as I said, I didn't want people to know I was lost. So I sat on that bus and it drove for another 90 minutes. Yes. Yes, you heard right. 90 minutes, another hour and a half before I finally decided to ask a passenger where the bus was going. So I made sure I asked a lady who looked like she was like in her 50s, you know, like a little grandma that, you know, probably wouldn't want to set me up or, you know, tell people that I was lost to, to be kidnapped or whatever, you know. I, I was paranoid as, as fuck. So when she told me that the bus was going to Tonala, I was shook, like shook, because Tonala is a whole other city that's like really far from where I live. And um, I then said to her that if it is that she knew if the bus would pass the train, but like I was really struggling to ask her all of this because, you know, my Spanish wasn't so great. But, you know, luckily I knew what train was in Spanish, so she figured out what I was asking, you know. And if luckily the bus was actually going to pass the train, she said, um, but I just wasn't sure at what point because I've... I knew the train system in a sense, and I knew how to get home on the train, um, but I wasn't sure if it was going to directly pass the train or near to where the train was or the area if I knew where to get off the bus. So luckily, in my first week in the city, I had to sub for a teacher at Herbalife because some of the classes are not at the school. Some of the classes are in like communities. Sorry, in companies, not communities, companies. So I had to go to Herbalife just that first week. And that's how I knew to take the train because I had to take the train to Herbalife. So luckily, like a few minutes after I spoke to the lady and I was like searching, searching, like looking everywhere to ensure that I don't miss where the train was, I actually saw Herbalife. So, like, I had an idea of where I was. So, I pretty much did a whole 360 of the city, right? In over four hours of being lost. Traumatized as fuck. But I could get off near to the train station and I could get on the train. And on the train, it took me, like, maybe 30 minutes to get home because it would just cut right across the city. And one thing, though, that I learned is... That no matter what, I'll always figure shit out. And even though I have been lost a few more times after that, I never cried. And I definitely, I definitely feel like those four hours turned me into a real G. Like, nothing phases me anymore. I've, like, solo traveled to, like, six other countries. And being lost has become more of an adventure than anything else. (laughs) So, like, my poker face is even stronger now. I mean, look at me now three years later. And I still love living in Mexico and all its glorious adventures.